beginning of the next stage of the sugya, which is the Kumaras bringing a raya from Truma. Let's locate ourselves in terms of where we've got to in the sugya so far. We, we're just locating ourselves in terms of where we are in the sugya. And so far, the Gemara sought a source for shlichus. We were medayik when the Gemara phrased itself as a shlichus minolon. It's not asking a particular question on our Mishnah. It's not asking a ish mekaish bo minolon. It's asking the notion of shlichus from whence does it come? Because were it had been asking, where do you know ish mekaish bo So the Gemara would have stopped at this point because we've satisfied that problem. Because we now know we have a makor for garish in Kedushin. But since the Gemara seeks to understand where the general source of shlichus is, so at this point in time, there's, there's room to go further and say, well, where there are other halachic areas which employ shlichus, are they connected to these two limudim? Are they separate from these two limudim? And let's talk that out. Because the general topic of the sugya is not kiddushin and garish, and the general topic of the sugya is shlichus ba'alma, shlichus in general. So the Gemara began with an information question phrased on the Mishnah as to where we see that in this Mishnah the notion of Shlichus is used. Where do we know that from? Where is there a scriptural source for the above? And the Gemara answered up by learning a complex set of droshes as we spent a lot of time working out exactly where they come from. V'sholach, v'sholcho, v'sholach, v'sholcho. Exactly who gets which drosha from which word and in what manner is what we spent time doing until now. The Gemara then extends it from Gerishin to Kedushin via the usage of a Hekesh. A hekesh. And the Hekesh allows the halachas which are contained in Gerishin to be swung over to Kedushin and vice versa. The Hekesh is a vehicle in the TTS, Akiva. Could you explain to Dr. Benari what the TTS is? Could you give me a few examples of the kind of vehicular uh, the type of vehicles used in the TTS? How does the Hekish work? Is it a good vehicle? Is it like as a straight right. express? It's a good one. It's like a tank. <laughs> it's like a tank. It can run through anything. As opposed to what would be another vehicle that the TTS could use? Another one of what we have. And we have the Binyanav. Binyanav. Now the Binyanav. Is that a tank? It's like a scooter. It's like a scooter. It can get through a lot of traffic. It can, it can get through a lot of traffic, but it can get knocked over in a second. Yeah, yeah. Because you can ask a percha on a binanav, whereas you can't ask a percha on a hekesh. And meshivinela hekesh. Just bulldozes through everything. And even though there's many issues we could raise between the differences between kedushin and garishin, they're irrelevant when it comes to hekesh because things are shot across automatically. When it comes to other vehicles in the TTS, for example, gzereshava. Gzereshava is when one word is repeated in two different places. We can switch our lockers from one to another. Depends on the different types of gzereshavas. There's a gzereshava which is called a gzereshava which is mufne, which means the word in its context is absolutely avi, superfluous, and therefore it becomes possible to learn out from it and nothing can interrupt and get in the way. But if the gzereshava uses words which are being used in the context anyway, it weakens the strength of the gzereshava and you can interrupt it with the kasha. Understood? But it's always important just to have in your mind the notion. It's a very important marshal, the idea of a Talmudic transport system. Because it's very important to understand the movement of halachas from one, from one point to another point and how they're transferred across. That, 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 the feeling, the, the, the sense of that's what's working in one of the encoded ways that the Torah expresses itself is an important feeling to walk away with. And that's what's happening with the Hegesh, and that's how we got from Kiddushin from Gerishin to Kedushin, and that's where we stand now, and now the Gemara enters into Trume. Ve'elo. <coughs> so remember what we have to do when we, we learn Gemara for the first time. We read it through in a loud and happy voice four times. I'm going to discount you in the four times because I'm assuming you've done that. And then we make a very strong focus on the structure. Ve'elo, and rather. Ha, behold. Or this. Ve'elo, ha, this nine. This which we learned in a Mishnah. Ha'imer l'shluchoi. A man says to his agent, Say Utraim, say Utraim, go take Truma on my behalf. Toyem Kadas Balabais. The Shaliach gives Truma like the Das, like the understanding of the Balabais. If you were not to know what the Balabais is, Toyem Bebeinois. He should give the middle amount. Echod Michamishim, which was one fiftieth of the crop. 
Piches Asara. If he went down ten, a tenth, which means he gave a fortieth, he gave more. Or Hoisif Asara, or he. Oh, so we'll discuss. What Piches Asara mean, or what Hoisif Asara mean? In other words, Piches Asara doesn't mean you gave, you were giving a fiftieth, and you decreased the number from a fiftieth to a fortieth, and you gave more. Or does it mean, like Simcha is saying, you gave more, which is one actually less. You gave one, you gave a 60th, which is less than a 50th, but it's, you know, it's, is a piches going on the numerical value, or is a piches going on the amount of truma given? Excellent. Or, and then it would be obviously the same shayla with hoisifasara. Is it adding on to the, to the fraction, or is it adding on to the amount? So if he did this, truma, so truma, the truma that he took is truma. Me nolon. From where do we know this? So that's um, a reason to translate. The Gemara goes, V'chitema to Yalif Megerishin. If you will suggest that we learn the art from Gerishin, Ma'ala Gerishin, Shekain yesh non chel. What is there to Gerishin that there is in it? Chel. It's mundane. Amakra. There's a verse. Atem. It says in the verse, Atem, Gam Atem, it puts an extra Gam, the Rabbis es a Shaliach, to include the Shaliach. Is it the Rabbis es a Shaliach or the Rabbis es a You're probably right that the corrector of saying it is Lirbois. I like saying the Rabbis. doesn't mean I'm right, it just means I like the sound of the word on my tongue. The Rabbis. That's why I've always said it, it could be completely wrong. For some reason in my tongue Lirabot sounds better, but I don't know grammatically, I don't know if it is. It's it's Laharbot. Lirabot. One second. Rabba Ani Ravisi. Ani Ani Ravisi at Ravisa. Lirabos would be to the many. Not the verb. No. Okay. I need to know that. But I'm going to say the rabbis until I've proven otherwise. The is a shalech. So the Gemara says, "V'nichtarach brachmona betruma." And let us write. Let it. Let it write the merciful one betruma. Let it write the parsha of shuchus betruma. V'neisu, and let us bring hanach these. Gerishin Kedushin V'nigmaru Minayin Let us learn them out from it. The Gemara answers Mishum De'ika Lemifrach Shekein Yeshna B'machshava That there is in Truma with thought. That's the end of the Sukkah that we have studied and essentially let's go back now and break down the Sukkah into its constituent parts. Alex, how many parts did you find in the Sukkah? In the Sukkah? No, there's some Sukkah in Tmura. Uh, <coughs> I got five parts. You got five parts? How did you label those parts? I got a... I'm not sure if the L is a statement or a response to the Al-Kasha. Probably, I mean, I, I, I thought it was like a... Because we just... I wasn't how to label the first part. You didn't know how to label the first part. No. Okay, so you got the first part, which was a question mark, and then there was a... And then there was a terrorist. Oh, ter- sorry, there was a Kasha. And the uh, question, then a Kasha then an answer, and then, uh, Hmm. Hmm. If I would be phoning up the Ministry of Vagueness, yeah. we'd have a lot <laughs> to say to them. Yeah. Um, I got too many questions. Four. Four parts? What, what, what were the way they labeled as? Um, a Havamina. We don't have that in our vocabulary. There's no label for Havamina. Can't make up your labels. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, fine. A statement, a kasha, a teretz, and then statement, a kasha, a teretz, and, and then a kasha. And a kasha. Okay. Very creative. Very very creative. Mm. Akiva. I a statement. A statement. China. China. I came to Chuva. Came to Chuva. Chuva. Real sure. I'm not as much the same as his, but the, the, the attempt, uh, the attempt, uh, just an alternative. I didn't have, a, I didn't have an attempt to answer, an alternative answer. 
Michael? Oh! Why Whoa. didn't you prepare this? So the, the table. table. Yeah. Okay, well, no, I'm sure. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, all that kind of that, that, that pen work must have taken you ages. So I can't take back what I said. No. <laughs> <laughs> Continues the Gemara. Let's see what this is. Ve'ela and rather. So it's an interesting way to begin a sugya of Ella and rather. Ella is a rejection. Ve'ela is different. Ve'ela is different. It's not really a new, a new sugya though. It's a continuous one. So it's interesting to, to know what's, what's the sugya. The next part of this, I understand Alex Sofek. The question is as follows. The Gemara does. Let's see what the Gemara does and let's try to work backwards as to what that is. So what does the Gemara do? Mikey, would you like to join us? Good. Body and soul. And what the Gemara does is it introduces us to a Mishnah from Truma and tells us that in the Mishnah of Truma you see a Shaliach being operative. Correct? And then the Gemara says, Mi Nolan. From where do we get the source to that Mishnah in Truma? That's what's being done. Now let's try to figure out what that is. So until now, we asked an information question in the beginning of the Sugya. How do we know Shlichus? And we answered, we know it from Gerish and Kedushin. Then the Gemara says, there's a Mishnah in Truma. How do we know Shlichus in Truma? What's the Gemara doing? Summing it up, right? That's, I'm summing it up. How do you know Shlichus in Truma? We know Shlichus by guaranteeing Kedushin. The Gemara brings in a Mishnah from Truma and says, and how do you know Shlichus by Truma? Is it a Kasha? Is it a Shaila? Is it asking the information question? Is it presenting a difficulty that came previously? What is it doing? It's one thing it's not, correct? L'chayra. It's not a statement. It's not a statement. The point of it is not to introduce us to new information for the sake of introducing us to new information. It's not a statement, right? It's not a Raya. We're not proving anything. So we've knocked out statement in Raya. Correct? It doesn't sound like it's an answer. It doesn't sound like it's a terrace. So the Chayra, what we left with through a process of elimination, is either this is a Kasha, posing a difficulty on something or someone, or else it's a Shaila. Which is it? A Shaila. And what's the Shaila? Where's the source of Shlichus in Truma? Why well, bring it down the previous? Video. So, Benarik, speak out what you understand it to be as a kasha. Well, you've just, you've just in Gerish and Gushin found me, you're, t- you're trying, the whole is trying to explain the source of Shlichus Bichlal, Stam Shlichus. Yes. So, you presented this idea of Gerish and Kedushin as the source of Stam Shlichus. Yes. And now you're coming to tell me actually there's, there's a more empirical source for, perhaps there's one, for the source of Shlichus Bichlal, and it's going to bring it to the Truma. Therefore, you bring a kasha, and what you've just told me is this is the source of shlichus. No, actually, potentially it's from Truma instead. Yeah, I'm with him. So, let's, in other words, that's, we stepped out of the Gemara for a moment, right? We stepped out of the Gemara, and that, that's, that's actually a great place to, to live. So, let's try to step out of the Gemara and speak out the Shaklantara, and from our discussion in the Shaklantara, let's try to feel out where the difficulties, the problems, and the lack of information lies. Okay, so let, let's play out the sugar. So, so in other words, like this. It starts off by saying, presenting, really. There's this Mishnah in Truma. Where does that come from? Part one. Suggested answer. Let's say... It comes from the same place as Gerishin and Kedushin. Why not? In other words, that's our prototype, that's our super source for Shlichus. That should act as a great source for Shlichus. So now it's interesting to know. In other words, for, since the Gemara suggests that as an option, when the Gemara brought this, what was it thinking? So we'll have to go back to that, okay? So it suggests as an option. Well, let's learn now from Gerishin and Kedushin. The Gemara says, you can't do that because there's a differentiation between Gerish and Kedushin in as much as Gerish and Kedushin are Choyl and Truma is Kodesh. So you can't extrapolate from Choyl to be Kodesh. So therefore now we're back to square one, which is where is the source of Truma? 
correct? You, you added one word, though. You said Gershon and Kedushin. It did just only say Gershon. Uh, so you being Medayak on the Rosh of the Gemara. The Gemara said, Rechitam do Yalit Medayakshin. And I explained, I did a logic language override. And I said, when it says Gershon, it means Gershon Kedushin. But I like the fact that you're being exacting in the text, and therefore I withdraw my words, and let's stick to the exacting Rosh of the text and say Gershon. Good, good. So the Gemara said, yes, okay, well, let's learn that from Gershon. The Gemara says you can't do that. So that's part one, presentation of the mission in Trimus. Part two is the suggested source from Gershon. Part three is the prompt rejection. And we knew the rejection was going to come because of the Chitema. We know that the Chitema is a... Which will be promptly rejected. So therefore now we go on to the real source, which is part four. And it comes from a Rebbe of Atem Gamatem. Good? So that's part four in the Sukkah. Part one, and they haven't labeled part one because it's tricky. Part one is the presentation of the Mishnah in Truma, saying you can make a Sheikh for Truma. Part two is, uh, sorry, and it ends off with where do we know it from? That's all part of part one. Where do we know Truma from? Suggested answer we know Truma from Gerishin. Prompt rejection Gerishin is Chol, Eitzel Kolchim. That's part three. New suggestion is, so we know it from Atem Gamatem. Fine. So now the Gemara says, um, This is part five, which is, well, now that we have a source, and a separate source, Avi, for Truma, let's use that as our super source and do away with Gerish and Kedushin. Slowly. Once we have a source in Truma, we no longer have a necessity for external sources of shlichus. We've got, we, we know you can make a shlich in truma. Kol shekain in gerish and in kedushin. Because you, you could ask the question the other way around. Which, which is? Which is, this is kodesh and the other one is mundane. Kol shekain. If I can make a shaliach by kodesh, how much more so I can make a shaliach b'chol? Because if you don't say that, so then the original pirch had never got off the ground. No. Yes. Because... If you're gonna say you, you could you could say Okay, one second. Hold your question. Hold your question. Good. Let's just I just don't want to get lost in terms of the structural nature yeah, of the saying, Good, excellent. Oh, you think I'm making jump. a mistake? No, 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 I didn't say mistake. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I think you're making a big jump. I think jump. you're making a mistake, big boy. What? <laughs> you're making you're making a big I, I agree with you. I'm making a said, jump. And then that big jump. <laughs> now we have a super source. I don't think that Oh, so you have another way of understanding these words. How do you understand those words? Let the Torah write about Truma and bring these and learn them out from Truma. You've got a different interpretation. Those words mean something different to you. What do those mean? What do those words mean to you, sir? I think this may be a good time to collapse. Stick up. Good, beautiful. Beautiful. Let go, let go, Don't need to hang on to the ego. Ah, oh, liberating. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. Beautiful. Okay, so again, the first part of the sugya is apparently a shaila. Where do you know the source of shikhs by truma? The second part of the sugya is apparently an answer. Gerishin. Apparently, it's apparently, apparently it's a shaila. Where do you know the core of the shliach of truma from? Tempted answer part two is Gerishin rejection, which is a kasha. Can't learn that from Gerishin. It's choyel. Real answer. Atem gamatem. There's a ribbon in the pasuk. New kasha. Well, if so, we've got a tremendous problem. We've now found another source for truma. And that source is a super source. Let's learn the others from that one. Part six is a rejection. Truma has got something in it that's not present by Gerishin, which is Machshava. You can take Truma Machshava. And that's why perhaps you could suggest there is a Shliach by Truma. And therefore you can't learn out from Truma to Gerishin. And therefore, we need a source, a separate source by Gerishin. Mm-hmm. So, really, it's a six-parted sugya. It's a six-parted sugya. Do you see that? 
Okay, now let's let's start to become familiarized familiarized with those six parts, and now let's see if we can get the rhythm better, and therefore understand the role of the first part of the sukkah. So we've got these six parts. Ultimately, the notion that we're dealing with is we come up with a new kind of agent, and we want to know how the connection between the new agent in Truma relates to the previous agents in Gerushin, and uh, by extension in Kedushin. So really, that's if I, if I want to get outside and look down at the sugi, which is called zooming out, you can zoom out and say, if I want to entitle this little sugi that we're into, it's a relationship between the source in Truma to the sources that we already have. Correct? Okay, now, let's um, go back to the first, what apparently presents itself as a shayla. Now, why does it present itself as a shayla? Quite simply because the word minolon is a information question seeking a scriptural source for the above din okay um, however Daniel you're suggesting that maybe in the context that this shyly is bought, brought it may have a different connotation explain what you mean in the search, in the search for the the most imperial the, the, the Makora source for shlichus right where are we learning shlichus from Right. So we've just had a presentation about Gerushin. Right. And from there we learn also Kedushin. Right. And we want to suggest that from here we learn the Makor source for, for Shlichus. In other words, when the Gemara finishes discussing Gerushin and Kedushin, you can then like sit back on your chair and say, we've done the job. Yeah. We now have a Shlichus which covers every base in the Torah. Yeah. So we've, 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 we've satisfied our goal. Where does it say that? Sorry? We cover every base in the Torah. Yeah. And what at what point in the Gemara does that cash come in in the text? I, I'm just I'm just I'm just going with Benari over here. I'm, I'm assuming that we learned everything in Shikhs from this one source. That's what the beginning part. Yes. Okay. The Gemara had a question. Shikhs minon, and the Gemara gave an answer. So now we can assume that the, uh, the answer is answer the question. Why not? Yeah. Right. And we've given an answer. So now the answer is finished. So, okay, go on, go on, and therefore... So now you're comfortably sitting back on your chair, maybe swinging on the back two legs, balancing, yes, yes. and you feel like you're relaxed. And then comes along a question, hang on a second, this is the source for all shlichus in the Torah? This is the most empirical source of shlichus in the Torah? What about Truman? Oh, so now, I hear where you're going with that. This is what, and I understand from a logical perspective how that's a great kasha to ask. You say you've answered the you've answered the question. No, you haven't answered the question because there's another halachic parameter out there which requires shlichus. But now the question is like this: Ah, oh, now let's go into what the Gemara is thinking when it brings truma about the shlichus of truma. I'm not saying that truma is is the one that falls outside the catchment area of Gerushin, and therefore we have to we have to find an explanation of that as well. In the sense that in the Gemara knows that Truma is going to be more all-encompassing because it comes from a higher level. And this is going to be more likely to be the Makor source for Shlichus. So I want to present that to you by starting off with an information question. And I'm going to show you, by logic, how this is more primordial to Gerish and therefore this is a better source for Shlichus. Sure. That's amazing. So I just want to translate all those big English words you used. <laughs> I'm, it might be my second language, but I think I got it. It's amazing, it's amazing. First language being American. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Isn't the perspective of understanding whether or not it's a Shiloh or a Kasha dependent on how you're reading the Gomorrah? If you're breaking it up into smaller sugyas, then obviously this will be considered as a Shiloh. If you're reading it as one big flowing sugya, this is just a Kasha and it carries on. Beautiful. Beautiful, exactly what I was going to say. In other words, the question is, are we focusing on the macro or the macro? So what, what Daniel's done is he's taken a macro approach. He's saying, ready, the Gomorrah, all these stages are built up to the Kasha, which is, now that we found our Makor in Truma, let's learn our Gerishin from Truma. Why do I need a source in Gerishin? <coughs> in other words, that's where, the, that's where we're going with this Gomorrah. The way the Gomorrah got there was, here's Truma, where do you know Truma from? If you say you learn from Gerishin, that doesn't work. It must be it's coming from Atem Gamatem. Aha! Now that we've got a source for, we've got an external source for Shlichos, and it's not, and it's not Gerishin, it, it replaces Gerishin. Why do you need Gerishin? In other words, and everything else until that point was just the preamble. 
just repeating what Simcha said in other words. So that, that, that makes everything a lot, to understand how much clearer that is. Because it was a bit obscene that the Gemara says, okay, we've got, just presents, presents. Yeah, we've got a mission Truma. Where do we know the mission Truma from? We know the mission Truma. It, it was a little bit kind of irrelevant to the sugya. But when you understand, and that's exactly brilliant, Simcha, that's called f- zooming out. Instead of looking at this detail and that detail and this detail and that detail, say, where are all these details gushing towards? So where are they headed towards? They're headed towards a point where I can say, now I've established the source in Truma, that should, that, that should be the source and not this. So now, when we see the bigger picture, really what's happening over here is a kasha on whom, whenever you, whenever you have a kasha, there's someone in the crosshairs of the kasha, who is this kasha being asked on? On the, 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 the answer in the Gemara, there was a Shlichus Minalon question. The one that gave the answer of Gerushin, how can you give an answer of Gerushin? Did you not remember Truma? Did you not remember Truma? Is that true? Okay, so if that's true, it becomes a little bit complicated because Lemaisa, the answer of Gerushin, it was given by Namoira, but was quoting a Brysa. So if you say that the kashi is on the Amor that gave the answer, so then you've said he shouldn't have bought that price because there's another Makor in Truma. But even if that's the that's the kasha, there'll be a kasha that remains, which is even if you say that we'll answer up the kasha for him, but Lamaisa, the Brysa now, is using all these droshas in the Psukim, it's finding little extra letters and extra words to teach me something which is unnecessary. So, so it could be that it's a two that it's a twofold kasha. That the kasha is simultaneously shooting at how can you give this as an answer, and how can you actually work the psukim this way? It's unnecessary. All these yuturim, yuturim, and these drushes, they, they really have nowhere to go. They're not necessary. Do you know how long we spent, Michael Sapozik, trying to figure out where we get the where's shlech where's her shlech, his shlech? And now all of a sudden comes the command and says, what were you wasting your time for? Just Everything you wanted to learn is in one gum in Truma. That's <laughs> not true. You're making an assumption at this point. Uh, explain to me why what so I'm much. saying is not true. It's not all, all you learn out from Truma is that a shalich can be made. Correct. We learned out from uh, Vishalcha that a man can make a shliach, a woman can make a shliach, a shliach can make a shliach. Yes. It's not all contained in the Gamatam. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay? Agreed. In other words, from Gam, there's no way you can learn it. His shliach, her shliach, sheikh shliach, where when we learned the Gemara, we said those are, each is a separate entity. Yes. If I know his shliach, I don't know her shliach. If I know her shliach, I don't know shliach. Each one has got a different nekuda in the mechanism and quality of their shlichus, which is not bad either. Hence, we need separate makoras for them. Good? One assumption. Good. So, so that's an assumption I'm making. <coughs> who else makes the assumption that I'm making? Um, the person who's teaching Gamatan. The Talmud Bavli. <laughs> <laughs> what does the Talmud Bavli say? It says, Let's bring these, her shaliach, his shaliach, shaliach oise shaliach, and sink them into that little two-letter gum. So really, don't ask a kasha on me, even though I'm happy, I'm happy, I can collapse my ego at will, when I want to. <laughs> but rather, ask a kasha on the makshan. Makshan, you're asking this kasha, granted you'll have a shaliach in truma, but how will you know, for example, the shikhus of an isha? What's the nature of the shikhs of Truma that can cover all the options of his shalach, her shalach, and shalach, which each one has a chidush in it. And now you've got one shalach, a shalach of Truma. What, a shalach of Truma? And bichlau, what's shikhs of Truma? We have to think about that as well, don't we? What do you mean you make a, when you make a shaykh to do truma? What, what, what is it that you're making him to do? Is that like his shaykh? Is that like her shaykh? Is it shaykh or is it shaykh? You follow? Yeah, yeah. Excellent point, Ariel Avraham. Thank you. Pleasure. Did you have another excellent point? Well, I don't know if it's excellent, but I had another point. Let's hear your other points. We're making assumptions at this point that shaykh is learned out from one makar. 
the assumption that the Gemara makes is one Makor is sufficient for Shlichus, correct? In all, t- in all subjects, why? Why not? Wh- why, if one, sh- one Makor does the job, why would I have many Makors to do the same job? Because we see that there's different categories of mitzvahs. So you're asking the same question twice. It's not a Makor, it's Let's take an umbrella type of. Yeah, I was going to say that. No, I was going to say that. But there's different. How do we know Isra Hetter works with Kodshim or any these different categories that we saw before? They're different types of mitzvahs. They work. They function differently. Okay, we have to we have to work this out. Good. So now we're starting to explore the sugya in earnest, right? So you start to see, as we speak about the sugya more, issues get raised, which make the glib reading a lot more suspicious and mysterious. Intriguing. Intriguing. So now, at this point in time, what we have agreed to is that all the protim of the sugya are coming towards the klal of asking the kasha, and which is, let's replace these psukim with this pasuk, what are those psukim doing? Correct? If I can extend the <coughs> limit of shlichus from truma to all the areas that I need it, which is the Gemara's assumption, which we don't understand, we don't understand, but the Gemara says it. If I can learn out everything from atem gam atem, why do we need v'sholich? Why do we need v'shilchu? Why do we need v'sholich v'shilchu? What do you need that for? In the crosshairs of the kasha we say, Israeli, two people. The one that provided this as an answer to the Gemara, and essentially the Bryce itself, which is creating all these, explaining all these Yeturim the Torah to teach us Shechus. To that the Gemara answers that there's a breakdown in the transmission from Shechus to Gerishim because Shechus Mishum De'ikilimifrach there is to ask Shekein Yeshna B'machshava that Shlichus, there is in it with thought. Meaning, what? What does it mean that there's, in Shlichus is with thought? What's thought in Shlichus got to I mean, Truma. What's thought in Shlichus got to Even through having an intent in my head that this part of the crop will be Truma, I think to myself, the northern part of the crop over there, that's Truma. The Truma is Chal Miyad. So do we just do, is that Binyan Av right there? You just did a, you just fell, the whole thing just fell apart? We had a Binyan Av. The Binyan Av was going to be, let's create a Binyan Av from Truma. Yeah, gone, from right? Truma together. We dismantled the Binyan Av with this Pircha. Hang on, but this is, you could also almost say it makes it stronger. It's a Kaldechaymer. One second, one second, slowly, 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 slowly. I just don't want you to jump on the bandwagon before you realize that there's a wagon with a band. Okay? Have you thought about what you're going to say? Yes. Okay, let's hear it. If we're saying they're trying to use Makshav to disqualify. Don't say they. Use a particular particular person. There. The Tanakama, I believe. Whoever's asking the Kasha. The Tanakama is the first author in the Mishnah. The Tanakama never operates in Gemara. The Makshan, thank you. The Makshan. Makshan's asking a Kasha. Asking Kasha, why do you need these sources? We already have another source in Gamatim. The Gemara gave an answer that Shkenyesh in the Machshava. Right. So that seems to support him, not the. The Gemara asks the Kasha on our Bryson, on our Tartan, you bought a source of Shikhus from Gerishin. Mm-hmm. Why do you need that? You have a, you have a source in Truma. The answer is, the source in Truma doesn't help me because I can't extrapolate from Truma to Gerishin and therefore I need two sources. Right, but the Machshava would make it a Kalvachimer. It would actually uh, strengthen the support for Truma as being the Makar. Why? Because if you can make a Shliach for a Davar B'Machshava, Kalvachimer, you can do it with the Kalvachimer. Because the Machshava is a much more ephemeral one would almost say integral part of a person that you would think you would not be able to make a shliach for. And yet we see that even for something like this, you can make a shliach. Therefore, kalvachoymer is something which is by So the, what you see in Machshava is fascinating. When, when Avi looks at Machshava, he says, what is the property of Machshava? Now, this whole sugya, from a cognitive perspective, 
is dealing with a lot of different skills. It's dealing with isolating, it's called discriminating between relevant and, in, and irrelevant details. That's one of the things we're going to have to do. It's talking obviously about comparison. Then we go into categorization of seeing which things fit into which categories. And finally, we go into syllogisms. When you have a group, you see a set of items, and from knowing that a, pers- a particular item has a certain property, you can say it belongs to that set, as we'll explain shortly. Good? So now, Avi saying Shkanyesh Machshava is if you can make a Shriach to do something which is such a non-action, and even there you can make a Shriach, surely I can employ a Shriach to do something which is a tangible action. Whereas when the Gemara uses Shkanyesh Machshava, the Gemara uses the other way around. If I can make a Shriach Machshava, that's because since I can make a Shriach Machshava, so, sorry, since I, can do the my, since I can do the act by Machshava, it makes sense I can use a Shalech. But when I need to do the act with an action, then it wouldn't make sense I can use a Shalech. The Gemara says the opposite for it to you. Okay. Don't we say that already in the previous week with regards to if the mitzvah is on you yourself? We had, we and I had this discussion. If the mitzvah is on, you, on your goof, you can't push it off specifically. So you're strengthening the Gemara's kashi. In other words, yeah. you see that when you have to do something yourself, there's a mitzvah on I'm your goof. It's specifically on your goof. You it's on your goof. You make a shliach to put a trench. And trim on your goof. Trim is not. Trim is, yeah, there it is. Just speak directly. Ask from on your group. You specifically are commanded to take trumas. I think also if you, also if you are, like you have the same question by Gerushin, you also want to do the vulture to the vulture to also ask. So I'm asking the question by Gerushin. That's what I was saying. No, I think what Simcha was saying is as follows. When Avi was suggesting that if you can make a, if you can do something you're less likely to be able to use a shaliach. And Simcha was saying, on the contrary, if you can do something with machshava, you're more likely to be able to use a shaliach because it's less connected to your action. Whereas something which is more connected to your action, just like you see you can't do a shaliach to do something which is on your goof itself, akin to that is doing a, making a shaliach to do an action on your behalf. Right, so since by machshava, much harder to draw a connection with the, the, with the generation which is now on the, the physical action part. Correct. Correct. In other words, to, to say over Simcha in other words, and to answer up Avi's quandary, Shikane Yeshin Machshava means you see that you don't have to have personal involvement in the act of separation. Since you don't have to have personal involvement in the act of separation, therefore you can employ a shalech do it on your behalf. But by Gerushin, when you don't have shalech, you have to be the Megaresh. You can't be Megaresh b'machshove. How can you replace yourself with someone else? You have to be present. That's in Chesvar. Now what's interesting is, when a person makes a shalech for Truma, how is it ever possible to have shalechus? Well, that's the thing, that's what we just read, that the shliach chooses. Oh, sorry, before I give you an answer, very quick. How is it ever possible to have shlichus? The minute you think that I want the shliach to take that part of the trimmer for me, boom, it's already taken. Because you can't yes, my machshava. There has to be some form of vision, right? There has to be some form of? There has to be like... He doesn't have to physically see it. He doesn't have to physically see it beforehand? No. What's the machshava? You think in your head, I want... That, that amount of the crop to be tripled. This is an amount. So this is a daily amount. Right, but then the amount is still part of the crop. Still, surely you yeah, only need to separate that. Your obli- the only complete obligation of trimmer once it is, the trimmer is gone to ever launch The minute you think of it's trimmer. But this is the one I was talking in how much you need to give. So the das of the balabais. So the balabais hasn't given his das of how much to give, so he's leaving that up to the shliach. No, but that's what, uh, that's what Alex is mechavin to. Alex is mechavin to that. That's perhaps why we here in the mission we bring you employ a shliach 
to take trimmer for you, but the Balabais doesn't specify how much trimmer he would like taken. So in other words, the dice of the Balabais is not at present, and that's why over here it's Midin Shechus and not Midin Machshava. I disagree. The Balabais hasn't thought. But maybe we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. I feel, I feel like we're perhaps losing our steady footing yeah. in the city. Is that what you're feeling, Mikey? I, yeah. I don't see... Yeah, we're going, we're going way ahead of ourselves. We're not, we're not yeah. systematically. <laughs> and I apologize. Let's go back. Slowly, slowly, slowly. Building up the sugya from the bottom to the top. Yeah. Okay. So right now we've divided the sugya into six parts. But essentially, we're saying, essentially, when we zoom out, there's two parts to the sugya. There's a kasha and a carrot. The kasha is, why can't the trimmer act as a source? The territory is Shekanyesh yeah, Machshola. Five and six. Sorry? Five and six. Five and six are the etzem, the or one and two. And the only reason we needed parts one through five was to get to part five. How does it work? Like this. I want to ask you that you don't need these Macquarie's and Garrison because we've already found them in Trimmer. How do I ask that to you? So like this. There's a mission in Trimmer. That says you can make a shek. And where does the Mishnah get it from? If you say it gets from Gerishin, I can't because Gerishin is choil. It must be it gets from a pasuk of Gamatem. Ah, if it's a pasuk Gamatem, why do we need Gerishin Bechlal? That was, that was my argument. But my argument was made up of a series of stages. Have we completely discarded the idea that this is its own freestanding section? Completely discarded that idea. Rejected it, dismissed it out of hand. Okay. Goodbye. Shalom. Just checking. Yeah. Just being categorical. Yom <laughs> Tov. Now, do you see how, 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 how... I just want to replay the process that we went through. Did you see where we were floundering when we started learning the sugya? And this is such a common mistake. Is that when we were learning the sugya, we got caught up in the forest, in the tree, sorry, and we didn't get ourselves mm-hmm. onto a helicopter and see the forest and say, okay, what, that, that's what I said when we were learning the story. I said, I don't understand what's going on here. Alex felt that he couldn't grasp what was going on. So I said, let's work the sugya, let's work the sugya, let's work the sugya. Let's talk about the sugya outside and let's <coughs> see if there's, a gen- if, if there's a direction. In other words, sometimes it's more about finding the current of the sugya as opposed to finding the point of the other point of there. Where's the flow going? So we see that the flow of the sugya is trying to pull us away from Garish into Truma, and then it goes back because so you obstruct the... What does the word Ve'ala work as? Yeah. We, haven't uh, we haven't defined that yet. I mean, it could just said Ve'adnan, and it's, it would still fit your structure. The Ve'ala is like, like part of the macro section. It's not like part of the micro section, as we were labeling them. Well, could you say it's not Because because well, we we labeled LA as part one and we said part one to four is just like an introduction to the cash. So when we say like part one to four, the LA is the beginning of a like a subsection of the one. Or like or like how would you have in the Oscar the the normal item between the bold item. Okay. I don't know. Uh, let's let's think about it. I need mm-hmm. a uh, research okay. think about it. Okay, good. So I think in terms of, um, let's go back to the way that we, we, our method of approach, our strategy. We read through the sugya ourselves four times happily. We went through and we read and translated and we tried to divide and conquer. We came up with six parts. The six parts were confusing. We um, synthesized those six parts essentially into two parts, mm-hmm. kasha and teretz, and we subdivided the kasha, let's say now, into five different parts, building up to the final slam, which is the kasha itself. Why do we need Garishin? We have it by Truma. Good? Okay. So now we have to go with a, a more detailed approach. Correct? Mm-hmm. More detailed approach, thinking, okay, each of the stages, let's go back into them. So let's go for Elohatus now. So we have a Mishnah in Truma. Ha'oymer l'shluchoy, say toroim. Toroim kedas balabais. Case number one. Okay? See the case? Siur, that's a scenario. Term Kedas Balabais, that's the den. Generally, Mishnahs and Brises are subdivided between scenario, ruling. Siur, den. This is a scenario, this is how we rule on it. So the scenario is Scenario, Halacha. 
Second scenario, Vim Eino Yodedas Balabais. New scenario, New Din, Toyem Bebeinoinis, Echod Mechamishim. It's the second scenario. In other words, you need you need the, the, the shliach. The truth is, at some point in time, we'll have to go into the stam mechanism of how shliach works. You're doing like a schus for him to a certain degree. Oh, so now you're saying something else. Okay, saying what happens? We know zochin adam shleib befanov. You can do a zochus <coughs> a person not yeah. in front of him, and you could argue <coughs> that the reason how zochin adam shleib befanov works is since the person is not present. But he'd want you to do this on his behalf. There's a tacit appointment of shlichus. It's called zechia mitam shlichus. You're learning out zechia mitam shlichus. So it's ki'ilu, had he been here, he would have said, be my shaliach. So now you can act as shaliach. Zechidish, but it works. So now, is truma a zechus for a person or a choy for a person? He has to dis- it's a hug. You have to t- give truma. It's not like there's no it's not like it's once it gives you a bill you have to pay. It's not I mean that's that's truma is. You have to the choice says you have to don't you benefit from truma. So Akiva argues with you. You say it's a choiv because it's a loss, it's a financial loss. And Akiva says it's a schus because because you now can eat your crop. Yeah. Whereas before it was tevil. In other words, that's a, that, that, that's a good that's a good shaila, Simcha. It's yeah. a good shaila, not directly related. Keep it in your mind. Maybe relevant later on. Let's go back to our case. So so far in our mission that we quote, we've come up with two scenarios, two dinim. Now there's a third scenario. Pichas asara If he made less at ten or added on ten, siur. Siur, din, truma soy truma, is truma is truma. So so far in the Mishnah there are three scenarios and three dinim. Classic scenario is by the bais says say toraim halacha kedas by the bais. Second halacha ein yodeda kedas by the bais beinoinis. Third halacha. In the case, when what? The third halacha, which is it referring to? Is it referring to the case when he didn't know the das of Balabais, and instead of giving bain noise, his pichas asara, his asara, still chumas Or is the third case talking about a situation where he knew the das Balabais, and the Balabais, for example, wanted to give echod mishishim, and he gave echod michamishim? Or the Ba'abais want to give Echomi Ba'abraim and he gave Echomi Chamishim. Is that what it means? Uh. Obviously, yeah, you know, this is. This is I think it could be both. What we're doing now is, and I don't want to do it too, too in detail, we actually, 353 mission analysis technique, yeah. but we just don't want to do it too explicitly because then we'll get frustrated if we're going too slowly. But Lamaisa, that's a very good question and also is relevant to inference. Meaning, if he gave more than a sorrow or gave less than a sorrow, it would not work. So, for example, 
is a deviation is, is the Chiddush over here first of all we have to understand when it says he's termed yes how does it work? In other words, w- for example, I make Yerushalayim to marry Rachel. And Rachel's not available. But you think, Leia, Pasha's the same. She's a sister. You know what I'm saying? Same house, same thing, same. So you marry Leia. Good? Good condition? No. Why? Because I, I didn't do what you said for me to do. Nutsir. I also go to the shop and make a kinyan on my behalf. I want you to buy me rye bread. Go to the shop, see there's no rye bread, you buy me whole wheat bread. The kinyan's chal on me, or is it not chal on me? Not chal on you. Why? You can ask for specific instructions. I ask you to go be term my sode, and I'm makbid to give echad mi arboim, and you give echad mi chamishin. Good trimmer, not trimmer? Those are two different cases. Our mission says, if he knows the das, he gives the das. If he doesn't know, then he knows the bain is. New case, new case, new case. I want you to go buy me rye bread in the shop. I don't tell you to go buy rye bread. I say, go buy me bread. In my mind, all I want is rye bread. I hate mamash of the passion, wheat bread. You go to the shop, and you think, you think, Listen, you think, I don't know, and Most you buy me like bread. Right. Good? Yeah. It's good, it's good Kenyan? Yeah. Why? Because you, f- you bought bread. There's no dust. There's no dust. Right. What do you mean? Is it the or the Balabai? It's the Balabai. It's to make me a shlech. Okay. Let's take a deep breath. Let's take a deep breath. No, no. He made you shlech and he told you to use your own dust. Let's take it. It becomes the extension of the Balabai to the dust. It does? You're expecting the shayach to read the Baal Baal's mind? How's it all? They're saying. What? You're saying the shayach has to read the Baal Baal's mind. Uh, let's, what we have to do is we have to, we have to think about, <laughs> we have to think about, um, what is a shayach? In, in the question, you can be either deviating from what the Baal Baal specified, so let's let's illustrate it over here. Over here we have a mashalach, and then we have a shalach. What is the relationship between these two parties from a legal perspective? Agent. It, Agency. In other words, like this. Let's say, let's take the idea of Gerushin. Gerushin is a bond between Yaakov and Leah. The bond is between them. If someone comes, a foreign party, and says to Leah, listen, I'd like you to give a get. I'd like to give you a get. No one asks him to do this. He goes of his own volition, finds a sofa, writes out a get. And he goes to that and he says, I'm giving you this gate, I'm, ga- I'm being Megayashi from Yaakov. <coughs> what does Leia do? She bursts a laugh in his face. Who, who told you to come? You, you're not Shaykh. You're not Shaykh. You're not Shaykh. You're Meshuggah. What are you doing? <laughs> this is our marriage. This is our marriage. Are you going to give me a divorce? I'm not married to you. You can't give me a divorce. I'm not married to you. I'm married to him. He can give me a divorce because that's, where the, that's the contract. The contract's between us. But a third party that's not in the contract, he can't come in and impose a divorce on me. He's not Shaykh. He's not Shaykh. Next day, same person turns up and he says, I'm giving you a get from Yaakov, your husband. The woman says, oh no, because we've been through this before. Come on, man. <laughs> and then he picks out, takes out his cell phone and he shows a recording of Yaakov appointing him as a Shaykh. I don't understand what changed. What changed? He's a foreign party that's coming to do something that he has no involvement to do. This act of, and he says the words, and it's, there's a mysegation, it requires an sinner. In other words, the way it's broken is by the involved parties have to undergo a certain formal excision ceremony 
And if one of the parties is not present, so then it doesn't work. So now what happened that this third party, we'll call him Shimon, all of a sudden, Shimon, now he's, he's the Baal? How did he get the jurisdiction to perform that his hand movement of Nesina and his Dibur of Hayat Muteris are as if they are being spoken and moved through Yaakov. But he's not Yaakov. So I want you to, for the moment, experience the gravity of the Chidush of Shlichus. The Chidush of Shlichus is a massive, massive, massive thing. It's not like I'm asking someone to go buy milk from the Makwalet. That's not a Shlichus, it's called a Maisa Koif Baalma, a monkey's act. Of course I can get people to do things on our behalf. That's not Shlichus. Shlichus is not when someone does something for me, it's when they become me. What is this? Magic? Someone can become you? Why not? No, no, that's, that's not? not accurate. You're not being precise. <laughs> <laughs> that you're not being precise. If someone's not becoming you, you are extending yourself. That you could, why is that such a big chiddush? Well, because when I'm extending myself, how am I extending myself? I'm extending my arm through your arm, my head through your head, my tongue through your tongue. Sounds pretty magical to me. Yeah, but it's not that big a uh, leap anymore. I can declare something to be an extension of me. I am me. You right? can? Well, yeah, you can declare things to be an extension of you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you have in mind, but <laughs> I would be cautious. I would be cautious. In other words, that's really the mystery of Shlichus. So, so, we could entertain two, let's think of two possible ways that, that Shlichus could, could operate. The one way of Shlichus operating could be that the shaliach becomes the puppet. He becomes the puppet of the Mishalech and the Mishalech controls his every move. The Mishalech controls his every move and as the Shlech moves forward it's as if in the world of Lamdas his movements in regard to this act of Gerishin, Kiddushin or Truma are being manipulated by the Baal Habais. Pinocchio and Geppetto. The other alternative we could understand is that the Mishaleach creates a robot. And that that robot acts on his behalf. In other words, what he does is he programs the robot to act under his uh, command and now the robot goes off. The difference being, of course, is the nature of the connection between the Meshaleach and the Shaleach when the Shaleach moves forward out of the Rishus of the Babais, out of his domain, out of his, out of his... So I'll give you an example to explain where this where this, where this um, could have halachic ramifications. We know that just as a man cannot divorce an insane woman, an insane man cannot divorce his wife. Because when a person is insane, he has no das. And the prerequisite for garrison is das. <coughs> Correct? So imagine the following scenario. It was a fine October morning, and Shimon van Stumpelmacher was sitting there puffing on his big fat Cuban cigar, thinking about his marital future, and decided that it should come to an end. Perfectly of sound mind, he calmly calls up the local base in and arranges a get to be written for his wife. 
the get is written and delivered to him and he has it in his hand and there are two witnesses present and he appoints the Shalach. The Shalach's name is Reuven. Reuven says he'll take it. The wife lives a bit of a journey away. He's situated in London and she lives in Gated. And he's going to drive up there. It's going to take him a good few hours. Shimon's sitting there, puffing on his cigar. Off the shalach goes. He is appointed officially in front of to aid him to avoid any halachic doubts. And off, off um, Reuven goes to perform his shlichus. He's driving up the M1 in his small Peugeot. And what happens to poor Shimon von Stumpomacher is he has a first time it's ever happened to him his entire life a um, brain aneurysm mm. uh, you have to That's ask the doctor it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's unpleasant it's unpleasant and he loses his mind hey okay, a stroke a stroke a stroke and he becomes completely completely unable he's alive but he's unable to conduct himself he's now given the halachic status of the shaitan what happens is however the shlichus has already been made so so now at this point in time were he to be present and were his wife to be in front of him he would not be valid to give the get but in this scenario the shaliach has already been employed to do the job off he goes to Gateshead meets the wife gives her the get she's so excited she's so excited because she never liked him from the start and now she can go and remarry someone and she takes the get jumps for glee and she's about to get remarried and then she gets a phone call that says her ex-husband has had a terrible fate before him and he's no longer of sane mind and Suffolk ex-husband <laughs> <laughs> Is she Muguresh's or is she not Muguresh's? Why would she be Muguresh's or why would she not be Muguresh's? Why, why would she be Muguresh's is for the simple reason there's also the theory that you go by what the person was at the time of the giving of the instruction to divorce her. Why would you go after that? If he's a puppeteer now, she's not Muguresh's because he can't serve her in his hand. If why, why would you go after that? Because you assume that he was in the same state of mind and he was giving it out of an actual rock tone to want to give it. Why did he change it? But again, that was at the time he made the shaliach. Now the sheikh is moving on of his own volition, right? And now the balabais, he's no longer present. Can the shaliach continue moving by himself? Or does he need the balabais to be around, as it were, virtually, to maintain the sheikhs? He doesn't need the balabais to be around. If that was the case, the balabais would have to hold his hand and walk with him all the way to the gates. Virtually. So you're saying he's a robot? Yes. Saying he's a robot. In other words, what the shaliach is, he's a robot. The balabais programs to go do his bidding and once that programming has occurred, the shaliach is now an independent entity and even now the balabais is meshuga gavon it makes no difference. The shaliach can go and give the get and it's That's if you hold that the shaliach is a robot. But, or a robot as they say in Hebrew. But <laughs> if the shaliach is a puppet so the second that the balabais loses his mind so now you have no puppeteer to control the puppet and uh, the garrison is not chal this is called in the Lashon of the Gemara Pikeach, he was saying Venishtate and he became a shaiti you follow? Yeah. Okay. so now in order to figure out which way we should go with this there is a very fundamental on Shlichus and it comes about in Simon Kuf Peiches if I'm not mistaken Sif Cotton Base and I think that would be something valuable to study to see how this pans out because only once we've reached this once we've gone hey in a Kuf Peiches Sif Cotton Base I think that's right um, so only once you've understood thoroughly and well the nature of the mechanism of shlichus can we continue to learn our sugya of the trim and the balabais. 
For example, if the Balabais programs the Shaliyah to represent him, so it's much easier to understand how the Shaliyah can make micro decisions on his own behalf. Whereas if the Balabais is the puppeteer, it becomes a little bit harder to justify that. So I think Quick this question. would be. Yeah. Is a Shaliyah. Is Shalichus, I should say, a financial... Is there financial consideration? Why? I don't know what you mean by those words. Is it a contractual mm-hmm. obligation? Is it, is it... Can the Shalich demand payment for his job? Is that what you mean? I mean... There's different types of Shalich. When you appoint a Shalich, what do you do? You... It's a dibur. Hare ata shluchi. You don't have to, like, make a Kenyan of it? No, no Kenyan. There's no, no Kenyan. Okay. You don't need to make a Kenyan to make a Shaliyah. Just, <coughs> we're holding right now, <coughs> we have the, we have, we've learned Shlichus from Gershon, we brought that over to Kedushin. Now, bringing in this Mishnah. As of right now, we have two separate entities, right? We haven't tried to bring them together. We haven't tried. In other words, what we did is, we went into the Sugya. Now we're going backwards and we're saying, one second, let's just take a deep breath and let's think about on the conceptual <coughs> level how shlichus operates. Because until we get the klal of shlichus, it's going to be difficult to navigate our way through the sugya. Once we have the klal, so hopefully that will illuminate the parameters of when you can and can't obey and disobey the balabais, which is a crucial variable in the sugya of truma, which we haven't yet seen. Right. So it's a great point to stop and say, <gasps> what is Shlichus? Okay. And, 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 and,